0: this joke again as we start over the show we just restarted after about a minute because we had some dog situation yeah so we got a new studio oh Uh, well well, hello 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 welcome to the bludgeoning for another week another week or two or two months because our last episode was what may 3rd may 3rd was the enslaved episode and it is now july 17th (laughs) something like that so it's been a while since we recorded life has been crazy for the both of us I moved. I Jonas, and you Jason. I moved from Hamilton to Kitchener, but now we have a permanent studio space, which is nice. No more, um, no more fucking around trying to find different places to record all the time. Uh, right now, it's like literally a bare room, so it's gonna be a little ac- echoey for this episode, but. Hopefully at some point we'll get some stuff on the walls. Get some and, acoustic stuff on the walls. Some and furniture in here or something. We'll see what Jason can do on the old uh, ones and twos and editing. You may have also noticed that you are not watching a video of this because yeah. we have dropped video. No, we're way too ugly for video. Yeah, we definitely... It took us two years, but we've realized we don't have faces no. for video. It's no. only for audio. Yeah, no. Faces or bodies. Also, it's going to allow us to not go two months with releasing an episode because... It is far easier to just edit audio. Yeah. I could probably get this out, like... In an hour. A couple... Like, a half an hour after recording. Yeah, it's not like... When you do video, you have to do hours of
1: editing. Editing
0: and, and rendering and then uploading and it just, like... And, and, and putting little graphics into things. Yeah, no, that's... We're,
1: I like doing
0: it. Like, it's fun, but, like, every week, dedicating, like, another... Eight eight hours or so. And we both have full-time jobs. So yeah. It's not, like, it's not like this is our full-time job. Like, right. And then back when we were doing it, uh, we were also doing the radio show. Yeah. So on Saturday, my Saturdays were gone. Yeah. I had to edit all day and then drive two hours to Hamilton. Yeah. So we've also dropped. Yeah, we're not the doing the radio show. show anymore because I moved from Hamilton to Kitchener and we're both not driving all the way there. Maybe if we find a local place to do it, we might pick it back up again. That's, a, that's a maybe. I think we're going to focus on something simple and just keep the audio podcast rolling. Yeah. And get that out as much as we can. Talk and to as many bands as we can. We've got a ton of band interviews in the, in the pike. Yeah. We're, we're, we've got some good stuff coming up. Yeah, I feel kind of bad because like w- this huge, we've had a transitional period before and it sucked. Yeah. And then we just had, like we th- we had thought we had established permanent place, but again, extenuating, S- extenuating circumstances, circumstances and we just, this one was way longer. Like yeah. everything went wrong for the podcast. Yeah, for like so we So we kind of just shut her down i was really sick too in the hospital for a couple yeah, of days and, and um like moving studio spaces moving jobs moving your household yeah like your whole family and everything losing the radio, like doing the radio station really hindered it as well yeah. because I, that's it was just too much so we're we're dialing back and we're, we're doing gonna, things smart now yeah Simple and smart. and So well. we're going to grow with the show. We're going to put our whole ass into just this part instead right. of our half-ass into multiple things. So if we if we get to the point where something like we start getting money rolling in from the podcast audio, we can, we can dedicate more resources to maybe grow in the future. But yeah. right now, we're just focusing on this. Yeah. Band interviews and bullshitting in this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mainly band interviews. This is just... You know, the luggage that comes with it. Yeah, you have to listen to us fucking bitch about our lives and talk about... I mean, our lives are so boring. We have to do something, so... Yeah, you want to hear about the pig barn I built all week at work? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I kind of do. Do you? No, I don't. Well, we built a drainage ditch for shit. And let me tell you, forming concrete walls in a foot of pig shit water is not my idea of a great time. No. I don't see anything... Desirable about that at all Nope But it's done So And you got paid <laughs> Yeah that, that was the alright part That's crazy We do the weirdest shit For money Yeah Like Like weird stuff Yeah There was In high school uh, I worked for a company Where they They broke We were breaking ground For a, a parking lot or something And there was an old Bed of shit Human shit And He had to, hire someone to get in there and get the shit out what the hell yeah like it was an old old villa like an old village so they had some Where sort was of it? um out towards london uh it was a big salt factory like woodstock or? tilsenburg or something oh, like okay that. yeah, yeah 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 so anyways it was disgusting like that and people do that for money and people pick up garbage for money and people well i watched a little youtube video yesterday about a dude who cleans up crime scenes yeah that's greasy he's like talking about like he's like oh yeah i really like the guys who kill themselves by wrapping a towel around their head first before they shoot themselves in the head they're my kind of people they think about me the ones who like just put a gun in their head but no towel or anything Fuck them. Well, yeah, you're not really in the proper place of No, I I was thinking about that. I was like, man, if I'm gonna kill myself, I'm not thinking about the dude who has to clean it up. No. But now I am. Well I mean (laughs) maybe. Maybe now. Yeah. Now when I shoot myself, I'll think about that. Yeah, that's like an American problem though. Most people outside of America don't shoot themselves or drug overdose. Yeah. Or Put an exhaust pipe in their car. Yeah, there is that. Let's it's let's stop talking about ways suicide. ways to go <laughs> I know it is a metal. Yeah, project. it's pretty fucking. Brutal. It is fucking brutal, but that's depressing. Brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's like it's only cool when it's Cannibal Corpse drawing it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> killing yourself isn't like death metal cool. It's like Exaster and like it's like black metal. Cool. It, but like but like depressing ass like American black metal Exaster like and yeah no yes and. It's crazy how many, like, black metalers commit suicide. It's fucked up. Yeah, because they just obsess with death and fucked up shit. Yeah, speaking of fucked up shit, you got a couple stories for us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lately, it seems like I can't stop... I uh, can't stop seeing dick. <laughs> uh, a band we interviewed... I don't know if I should say their name. No. You can You can judge... From the episodes that we've done. Yeah. One of the bands that we've interviewed, <laughs> I went into the bathroom and saw the lead singer, and the lead singer was very drunk and standing about a foot away from the toilet, <laughs> peeing. And I was and I had just interviewed this man and like an hour before. Now I had to see his fucking schwong. <laughs> <laughs> gotta say though, dude had a pipe. Oh yeah? Dude had a pipe, so good for you, lead singer of Anonymous Band. <laughs> <laughs> but then like, I work this week, not once, but twice did I have to see a concrete driver, delivery driver. Like we do a lot of concrete work. So, you know, the big spinning concrete trucks? Yeah. So, the one guy, we're pouring this pad uh, up a hill and we have to bring it up with wheelbarrows. And I go back to tell the guy that we need the concrete wetter. Like, he needs to add more water to the concrete because of whatever. Because the job. Yeah, we're... And some jobs you need a dryer, some jobs you need a wetter. So I'm like, I go over to tell him, I'm like, hey, uh, we need the concrete. Oh, my God. Oh, and no. he's standing there taking a piss on his truck. And oh, like I no. just see his like, and this, if you can imagine what concrete truck drivers look like. Not desirable. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm as a straight man, I <laughs> I'm not desiring it either way, but... If I'm going to have to see a dick, I'd rather see this impressive lead singer of a band's dick than this fat concrete (laughs) driver. Greasy old (laughs) concrete driver. Yeah. And then two days later, or no, this was was on Thursday. We got more concrete. No, no, this was yesterday, Friday. Walk into the back where the concrete, a different concrete driver is doing a washout, and lo and behold, it happens again. (laughs) Oh no! With a different concrete driver from the same company, and also greasy old fat (laughs) (laughs) dude. Oh my god! I was like, I'm like, I'm like three for three in the last like month. It's brutal. That's funny because it's like the exact opposite for me. Yeah. So I go and take pisses in public, and I can pretty much guarantee you someone's gonna turn a corner and just look right at my dick. <laughs> it happened. It's happened way too many times. I don't understand if it's me just choosing s- poor areas to pee, or it's like some universal force that <laughs> that's just pulling like pulling people towards my schlong <laughs> Their eyes, not unfortunately, not the rest of Yeah they're not pulling the universe is, <laughs> it's like a gravity fucking the universe is pulling like random strangers <laughs> guys, not like not like hot girls yeah. vaginas no i know it's ridiculous it's kind mm-hmm. of a running joke with all my friends it yeah. happens way too often and well today on my way to pick you up <laughs> uh i was driving down the street and i saw this old dude this old i was driving down the street and i turned left To wait for the uh, turn signal, and there's an old dude in his garden, gardening, and he's like bent down, (laughs) and he's hanging, he's hanging a nut. Oh God! It was a beautiful day here this morning, so you know old guys out like, oh, I'm gonna do some gardening. (laughs) Lo and behold, old Jonas taking a right hand turn, boom! There's old man Nut just hanging down right in the busy intersection. What a weird thing to happen to you so often? And how can you not? But I was wondering, how can you not notice that? Unless it does happen to people, just no one talks about it. But how can you not notice you're not hanging out? Maybe they did. They just didn't care? They just don't care. Some people don't give a shit. Like, obviously, that one dude in the bathroom didn't care if anyone saw his dick. Well, if I had a hose like that, I wouldn't <laughs> care either. Yeah, no, it's... peeps. Some people just don't give a fuck. This is, this is a classic bludgeoning episode. Always dick talk. I guess, yeah. For two straight dudes, we should talk about dick a lot. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> one one of these chairs is gonna break. That oh be classic. that that'll be classic. bludgeoning in the chair. We we did get these chairs for free. So they, I and I sat in it and I did not. I'm not comfortable. You're not comfortable. The relationship with this chair is not going well. Really, I'm, yeah, i do not. i don't like, like it. I'm liking this chair a lot actually. I feel like I'm gonna get sprung forward or snap the bars and fall like back. I feel like I'm leaning back just enough that I like, but like, like enough that I can lean. I forward. I can't lean back because the headphone cord, but like. When I'm back like that, it's like I feel like I'm gonna fall backwards. Well, hopefully, you do, because like something's uh, gonna happen. Something's if if only it was on video. We I mean, have 300 pounds. This chair is not built for me. No chairs are built for that. <laughs> no, that's why we have difficulties with them. We had a um, uh, company barbecue yesterday for my work, and like they were like, "Oh, bring your camping chairs." And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't use camping chairs. <laughs> oh yeah, those ones with the like the fabric on like the aluminum yeah, pipes. Yeah, I'm like I'm 270 I have, like, pounds. I do know I can use. There's like gear. a 3 trip limit when I buy those chairs. <laughs> yeah. It's like by the third trip it's like I should probably have one on backup. <laughs> Cuz I'm going to be sitting on the cooler <laughs> yeah. all weekend, yeah. And then even coolers never a good idea either. It's not like sitting in them once you're in them it's fine, but when you're all drunk and you're trying to get up and you push off and it's just like Poof. Yeah. Just bends the aluminum. Yeah, they were like steel and they had like steel knuckles instead of plastic knuckles. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. If only we all had steel knuckles. Yeah. We could really fuck some shit up. Wolfie Berserk style. Speaking of uh, actually fucking shit up, apparently (laughs) I was just reading this on Metal Injection this morning. You know, um, the rapper Lil Uzi Vert? Yeah. No, no I do <laughs> I, I don't know him either. I don't know his music, but apparently he's very popular and very famous. And he was taking a picture of him last night moshing at a faceless show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What? Well, I, I don't understand why that's news. On Metal Injection. Yeah. Or any. I saw it like around the internet this morning, too. I saw it on Metal Sucks, too. Why is like a... I don't know. Why is it news that a rapper are was washing out are face those, of face? Are those magazines or not, they're not even magazines? They're websites. Yeah, yeah. Are they reaching for content at this point? Like, are they? Well, I, I don't know. I think, I think the metal world, much like the wrestling world too, a little bit actually, uh, to go for my other fucking obsession, the metal world loves when the mainstream media and mainstream people like it. Like metal, yeah. Yeah. Anytime there's a spotlight on it, anytime there's a celebrity, even in a Metallica shirt, I know when you people like are like, oh, Justin Bieber's seen wearing Slayer shirt or whatever. Yeah, or like Jim Carrey. Everyone loves Jim Carrey because he talked about Napalm Death. And you know, and and Cannibal Corpse. And he put Cannibal Corpse in in Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, was Ace Ventura? Yeah, Ace Ventura that they were in the first one. He sings with them and stuff like that. I think that was like before even Corpus Grinder was in the band. Yeah, it was, because um, he's friends with the, the guy from 6, six Feet, feet under. under. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Jonas loves them. Oh, way. man. And I love my ignorant death metal. Yeah. Not 6 Feet Under. But literally. it's like the same thing with like Canadian people taking ownership of Canadian Canadians, celebrities, yeah. right? It's like, oh, he's Canadian. People talk about, in the metal crowd, like Jim Carrey, they're like, oh, he listens to metal. Well, and it's the same thing, like, I'm guilty of it, too, because I was at the Weezer concert last weekend, and, like, they covered Black Sabbath at the end of the show, yeah. Paranoid, and I was like, ah, ah, did you know River? I was telling my friend to us with, hey, did you know Rivers is a huge metal nerd, and, like, he's, like, really into Megadeth, and da 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 i am like, oh, man, nobody gives a shit, Jones. No. <laughs> no. They but were, they were, like, all of Weezer was, like, really into metal. But, yeah, we, like... This keep, story, like, th- these magazines or whatever... I feel, I don't read the e-zines as much as I used to anymore. Yeah, I use, I, I, if I'm bored, I'll go to it and see what's going on or looking for tent. For Literally, the, the only thing I search for on those sites are tours. Tours and new releases. Yeah. But you know what? I, I get all my tours information from like, I mean, every good show in Toronto is put on by Inertia. So yeah. Like, so we're lucky that way. Except for, I didn't know about f- fucking mortuary drape tonight in Toronto. That's and, not Inertia? No. So I didn't know about it's probably some guy who like honestly, I wish every metal show was just put on by inertia because now there's probably gonna be nobody there because no one yeah, knows about no it. No one knows. But either either put it on by inertia or let let them do have some sort of promotion. Promotion. Use their promotion. Capacity, capacity. Because yeah, yeah. like we've even in Waterloo, we've pulled metal bands to Waterloo. Like we've pulled children of Bodom and like Uh, Mayhem has played here and stuff. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, what's it called? Just played here or playing here. Um, I don't know. They're that band. They have naked girls on stage all the time. Uh, they're like (laughs) belt No, no, they're not like death metal or extreme metal. They're like, Can you let the dog in actually? It's like, yeah, sure. They're like, um, What are they called? Uh, black label society. (laughs) No, no, no. They're kind of like Maki Crew style. Oh, uh, are they like glam metal? Yeah, yeah. It's like glam. It's like glam um, metal, but they like it's really over the something top. Something fist? It, no, it's like um, glam metal, but it's like Steel Panther. Steel Panther. Yeah, that's, that's who it is. Yeah. So you got to sit down. You can't walk around if you're in here. Here. Time. So, time to get her nails did. Yeah, I might do that today actually. Get your nails did, get your hair did. I hate doing that, man. Clipping, like, clipping her nails? Yeah. She hates it so much. Bilbo can't get his done really because the the blood vessels are way too low in his paws, so they have to wait till they get really long and sharp and then like basically just file them. Yeah. She, she wants to shake your paw, she doesn't want to lie down. <laughs> shake my got, paw. It's like you got a nice big paw to yeah. shake. No. So, yeah, so the guest on today's show is a big well, one. Well, we were talking about the faceless. Oh, yeah. Somehow that got in there. <laughs> Nissa, sit. You sit. Sit. This is a... Uh, down. Lay down. Guide to training your dog by Jason Forrester. Stay. And how not to do it properly. All right. Why? <laughs> I don't know. She's doing good now. Yeah. Go girl, Nissa. All right. Well, we were talking about the faceless, right? So By the way, did you notice my dog being nice and quiet this whole time and not being a problem? Quiet. Be quiet. Don't make fun of my dog. I'm not making fun of your dog. I'd have to make jump it. over the table and fight you. <laughs> That'd be the best podcast episode. Yeah. Too bad we don't have the video anymore. Yeah, you think the Mark Maron Gallagher episode was famous. Yeah. That one would be super fun. I don't know that. Oh really? No. Gallagher like stormed out on Mark Marin in the middle oh, really? of the interview? Yeah. Oh man, that's brutal. Because Mark Maron called him a homophobe. Because he is. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back on topic. Right. Oh wait, we were talking about the faceless. The Faceless. Yeah. yeah. Um. Somehow that that rapper guy was moshing at his show. Yeah. Probably the worst show you could pick to mosh to right now. Yeah. Because there is a lot of issues with that band. Is like I was reading that like Michael Keane's not even playing with them at certain shows. Like. Is that his name? Yeah, I, can't I think that's his name. name. Something. Something. Like yeah. Um. Yeah. Because he's a because he's a heroin addict. There. There is that and. They're, they've gone through so many lineup changes. It's not even like you're seeing the faceless anymore. It's like... It's, well, it's just him. It's just his band. I know, but like when uh, there's shows where he's not even there or he, he is too fucked up and gets off stage so the band continues to play. Yeah what is that what do you call that is that the faceless or is that just a jam session on stage now a heroin fueled jam session well if he's off if he's off doing his own thing maybe these guys should just start their own band yeah well i don't care i'm over the tech death thing you know? uh, yeah i am like i like it i like the old guard tech death stuff like, like dying fetus necrophagus. Necrophagus and, and shit like that and the first Faceless album was awesome, and it, it really fucking sucks. But like Born of Osiris, Rings nah, of Saturn. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's fucking... The dudes are talented as hell. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just yeah, not Yeah, and just that, that other one, Fallujah and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, and that Thy Art is Murder. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm losing interest fast. Yeah. I Rivers pr- of Nile kind of pulled me back a little bit, but... Yeah. I mean, I haven't listened to that album since it was released. Yeah, since we did a <laughs> review of it. Yeah. Anyways... It really sucks about the faceless, but yeah, because I mean, you don't want to see anyone fucking. I think he needs either to take a break or I don't know. Something needs. Something's got to give, right? The um, the summer slaughter is coming. Speaking of necrophagist and the faceless, those are two big parts of yeah. It history was of kinda, summer. It slog. was kind of like necrophage's tour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were on it for so long. They're not even playing anymore. No, it's next weekend. It's next Friday here in in Guelph or Toronto. We'll be there, right? Yeah, oh yeah, we'll be there. We'll be interviewing uh, one of the bands that's playing the Agony Scene. Yeah, well, I was gonna, you know, well, whatever. Yeah, we're we're, we're interviewing the Agony Scene. There's no, there's no reason to. Honestly, none of the other bands on the show are really Uh, my style. Well, between the Buried and me. Yeah. Okay, so it's like the show starts at like three o'clock in the afternoon. And I do not like any band except for the Agony Scene in Between the Buried and <laughs> Me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to see Between the Buried or Agony Scene at like five, and then what am I going to do for the next like five hours? Yeah, I don't know. You, but like, you, we, we can't discriminate because we may not like it. But like, this is yeah. Oh yeah. No, you, know, you like Born so. of Osiris and Veil vale of Maya and Ara and I'm not the Allegion good for you like i don't care it's just not my style like, i don't like death gore but i'm not gonna sit here and shit all over you if you like, like it yeah if you like it like, yeah it's you're fine. still part of the metal scene like that's you're still part of the crowd it's it is metal it's yeah. undeniably metal yeah we're not freaking metal archives over here it's just no. not for me but if you like it that's fine like yeah and the agony scene is one of those bands that kind of appeases both crowds I think. yeah so yeah and then i was well, i was doing that Uh, They were doing live questioning or whatever, and people are like, "Did you make deathcore?" I'm like, "I don't think, I don't think they were even. Who made deathcore? Like, where did that come from? Job for a cowboy, maybe. They definitely helped bring it up, make it more popular. Dying fetus. But they don't really have a lot of breakdowns. The the tech death scene kind of did morph into it yeah they, they're lot. they're almost like indecipherable now you don't really have a lot of the stuff anymore like. yeah well like the old tech death stuff you can still tell it's death like yeah like there's no no one's listening to dying fetus and being like what kind of metal is this <laughs> and decrepit birth they kind of like yeah oh yeah they, yeah, get, yeah, they yeah. get a little the decrepit birth is definitely more death than than anything. Oh my god, that band is good. Yeah, dude. Um, they were it, so. If good. only they put out an album more than once every like six years. Yeah, the guy lives in like a, a mud field. So is the singer. Yeah. Yeah, he li- he f- he. I was reading. He does acid full time. That's his full time <laughs> job. Is doing acid. Yeah. <laughs> not a not a not a bad life, but not a great life either. Yeah. He's a homeless man who sings in a famous band. Well, relatively, relatively. famous in the metal finger scene. quotes. I know it's hard when I'm. One of the hardest things for me is when I'm talking to people who don't listen to metal about the podcast and I say, it's a big deal that we get these bands yeah, like, like Children the- of Bodom and like the Black Dahlia murder, like to a metal fan, they're like, whoa, that's huge. But yeah. to like a normal everyday mainstream yeah, listener, they're like, what? Who the fuck? Who is that? I know. I told one of my friends, I was like, yeah, we're interviewing fucking Black Dahlia murder tonight. And he's like, who the hell is that? Yeah. yeah, I'm like they're a huge band, and he's like, "I've never heard of them. They can't be that huge." I'm like, "Well, oh, fuck, like that that doesn't mean they they're not." It's like, uh, uh, but yeah, I, no. all my friends are always like, "Oh, are you gonna go to the raping baby show tonight? Are you yeah. gonna go to the <laughs> should be like the, yeah the bloody corpse on the stick show?" I'm like, "Yeah, hilarious, so funny." Yeah but <laughs> i'm 30 years old you can I'm still do complaining that, that with shit. every band like pop icons they they usually sing with their their own name right so yeah that's how they release their stuff rock bands will pick like like these like kind of like avant-garde kind of like i don't know like guns and roses and like oh, stuff like that yeah. and like Buckcherry and stuff like that oh. it's it's Every genre has typical yeah. names. Like yeah. it, there's a style to every one. And like, I mean, in death metal, like they they know what they're they're being funny and over the top on purpose. It's not like they're like, "Yeah, this is hilarious." Like there's a lot of Most so like it's not like, a, of the so like 20, all they are like, "Oh, this is super serious and we like talking we love it. like 90% of the time. Sometimes there are those bands out there that are fucked in the head. And actually are serious. Like who? Like who like, in the death metal world can you think that? Well, are? death metal, I'm th- I'm thinking dissection for okay. black metal yeah, and stuff Belle like that. Yeah, Belfort Gore maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and like those crazy fucks. And the dude from uh, Dark Funeral and like... Uh, what was the dude from Dark Funeral? Isn't that the guy? Who's the guy? in Until the light takes us, that's in the mansion cutting his wrists and shit. Oh, ye- no! Is that's that that's no, no. That's the dude from Satyricon. Uh, Satyricon. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. dark funeral. You know, Satyricon. Yeah, those. Oh <laughs> yeah, black metal. That's a different story. They all take themselves way too seriously. Yeah. And the dude from, um, oh my god, what do they call that Swedish black metal band? Um, s- s- um. Uh, uh, the dude who like, <laughs> trying to kill his manager one time <laughs> and he's like brags about it. I have no idea who you're talking about. Um, oh my, uh, uh someone like people are screaming at their fucking computer right now if they're listening. Oh, uh, I can't. Are think. you searching it? Uh, yeah, sort of. I can't think of oh, it. Oh, well. wow, we'll move past it so we don't create any silences. Yeah, that's okay. That Google searches is not interesting it was funny when we did the radio show and we did that like live <laughs> <laughs> live on the radio yeah it's super professional just like clickety clack clickety clack on the keyboards <laughs> yeah well who cares I don't. well care. i didn't care i'm just saying if you care then go fuck yourself yeah go fuck go fuck yourself yeah so yeah the guest on the show today is the aforementioned black dahlia murder yes very exciting yes Awesome. Yeah, it was a really super cool. chill guy. Yeah. We we talked to uh uh Trevor Sternad. Yeah. Is it Trevor? S- yeah. Yeah, Trevor, uh, Trevor Sternad. S- S- Sternad. He taught us how to pronounce his last name. Yeah. Sternad, that's what. He's yeah. Like, and uh, we learned some interesting things about him. We yeah. learned he's got two huge dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking here's there's the dicks again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but um yeah, we like we like we did it on the back of their tour bus and we brought it jonas in. put a, the mood lights on and yeah we like walked through <laughs> the back and we like walked through the tour bus the one the new guitar player I can't remember his name he was sitting there just like noodling with a joint in his mouth yep. and we go to the back and through this like security door and trevor's just sitting there in his short shorts and yeah it was cool. <laughs> and, and a autopsy shirt and uh yeah it was really chill really nice guy yeah it was honestly he was just like smoking a bowl and chatting with us super cool like super easy to talk to yeah we didn't have to drive the interview really it just kind of happened yeah with some bands we had like similar interests too for sure like i'm super interested in the black dahlia murder the actual murder itself too so he's he's obsessed with it obviously yeah we named his band after it yeah Which I was surprised that they only have one song about it and he said it's like barely in there yeah it's he said the one song is about the murderer going back and like and watching uh, the scene yeah because that was a brutal fucking murder, murder yeah like, well they have a lot of brutal fucking songs man yeah we talk about that we talk about his songwriting process and like, yeah he's got to go deep into the Depths of depravity. Yeah. And he says he always wants to go deeper than ever anyone else. Like, yeah. And you, you can tell. Yeah. But he's not like a fucked up dude, you know? He's like. No. Just a normal I, dude from Detroit. If I wrote all that shit, I would be fucked up. Like, I couldn't write songs about fucking dead bodies and chopping people up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one thing definitely. writing it, too. He's got to s- perform it, too, and, and yeah. live it. Like, because he said. What he said was when he's writing the songs is he's kind of putting himself into where he's pretending it's him telling the story. Yeah, right? and that's what he does on stage. Oh, what a performer that bandit! Oh yeah. Oh. Anytime I see, like we got to see them at the Opera House in Toronto, so we got to stand up on the on the balcony. Yeah, it was perfect. When the ba- that place was fucking packed because them because Whitechapel are both big bands, so we got to stand up on the balcony and. Watch it from above because they had the balcony open, which is great for us old fat guys yeah. so, to be up at the top. And uh, yeah, what a fucking show. They, every time they you bring see it, down, every time like, you never, I've never seen them do a shitty show. No. Ever. And like props to their sound guy, because they right out of the gate, their sound is on point. Yeah. Usually with bands, it's like a lot, especially, One or metal, two songs. especially metal bands, like the first song I'm always like, ah, oh, shit. And they and they always start off with great songs too, and it always annoys me that the sound yeah. never kind of perfect off the kickoff. yeah, so they like and it sucks especially for opening bands because they have limited sets, yeah, so you have maybe half their set is where the sound the sound engineers are playing with the sound, so when we saw Obituary when we interviewed Paul Bear, which will be coming out eventually in a couple weeks as well, um. Uh, the, the, the mic for the uh, for the tom, for the low tom, uh, broke. Yeah. And it didn't get fixed for the whole rest of Paul Bear's set. And you could tell the drummer was trying to avoid that tom the whole time because every time he hit it, it sounded like a lightning bolt crashing through the hole. Yeah. And I felt really bad for him, too. Because it's so. like muscle memory, right? Yeah. So he's trying to avoid that tom, but every once in a while, he's accidentally hitting it, and it's like... And I kind of like that sound that you just heard yeah big spike and well, that's exactly what it was yeah i know but that you uh, just fucking blew my eardrums that's what i was trying to do okay <laughs> success and uh yeah and it, it i felt really bad for them because nobody nobody came out to fix the thing yeah but when you're an opening band you got like half an hour you're like all right well i think with the tours like that and those smaller bands that like they do it themselves. Yeah, they don't have like each band has their own crew, right? I would think, and well, maybe then, maybe they just didn't have a crew. Maybe they but just then skeleton witch. They are having the same problems. Yeah. Did skeleton witch play before them and they broke it? Yeah, that's what it was. So they didn't even the fix la- it before the last like song of skeleton witch. It was broken. Oh man. But then obituary had their own drummer at the back with a different mic setup, so it didn't even didn't affect them. Yeah. So I don't know. I felt bad for both those bands because nobody fixed the, <laughs> the mic, and they had to avoid that tom. And yeah. So well, there she goes. But yeah, we're gonna. Well, we we still got to touch on uh, that album. Karakin. Karakin. Yeah. yeah. Wait. We, so we we did an episode where the audio kind of got got jangled. Unsalvageable. Because of someone mowing their lawn outside. Yeah, it was bad. And a, and a random studio setup that yeah. we tried. Yeah, it didn't, it work. didn't work. But, hey, you, part of the reason why it's taken so long to get one out. <laughs> Is because we've recorded some and they didn't work out so good. Yeah. And, well, that temporary studio space just was not It didn't work ideal. out. Yeah. So, anyways, we reviewed Karakin's album. We won't go into it in depth here. We'll just talk about it. Yeah, it, it was... Great. We like we reviewed the hell out of it. We put like a fifteen minute review. Yeah, over. because it, it's honestly, it's not getting the love it deserves. No, for the metal albums of the year. For like, but for the band themselves, like top notch. That that's as close as you can get to a ten out of ten for me. Yeah. um I've loved kraken and I've. Kind of grinded my way through their bad produce, like bad production, awful production for most of their albums. And this one's not great. It's not great, but it is it is miles ahead of of their old stuff. Yeah, in terms of production and quality, like, yeah. it is fucking great metal they've been around for a long time too. yeah they're one of the old guard for folk metal yeah kind of like they kind of come in under the radar every time but, but yeah like they, i heard no hype about it until you were like oh we gotta interview the new kraken album and i'm like okay jason and his folk metal shit again but then i was like oh this is really fun it's a really fun album and yeah. it's like, it tells a story yeah i really like when a whole album is like <laughs> it has a story arc yeah it's the uh it's the uh, the irish war against uh great britain yeah and uh, the flight of the uh, what is it? The flight of the fucking what's the word? Valkyries? No. <laughs> when when at the end of the war when they kicked all the the lords out, um, I can't remember. I couldn't it. tell you. Oh well, something yeah. significant. But it was a very bloody war, and it was very brutal, and it fits metal perfectly yeah yeah and they're it's, an irish band unfortunately ireland lost that war but but they have like a lot of really cool like irish instruments in it too like yeah flutes and fiddles and i think like they but, even, it, but it's not overdone they either. do the the uh i think they're even bagpipes like the irish bagpipes yeah they have like a lot of like traditional folk instruments in it yeah it's awesome yeah. it's honestly it, it's broken into my my uh rotation and i listen to it very often and the other um, new album that is killing it in my rotation is the new Skeleton Witch album, too. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to that one. Devouring Radio. I early. lost my radio thing, so. For your car? For my car, yeah. Yeah, I did too. I bought a new car, so now I only have CDs, and I don't really buy CDs. So. I know, it feels weird only having CDs. And my uh, my problem is I um, I listen to headphones in my car sometimes. No. I don't know if that's illegal or not. That is not okay. Why? Because you have to be aware of your surroundings. I am aware of my surroundings. I mean, it's one thing for a deaf person to drive. That's just like a normal. Yeah, what's the difference? if, If you have the ability to hear while you're driving and you willingly. Okay, you know what? I don't really listen to music in my car with headphones because that's dangerous. But I'll listen to podcasts with headphones in yeah you're allowed to have headphones in like if they're um in like ontario anyway wireless if, if they're like if they have a uh, hands-free phone yeah yeah so that's what i just would say i guess one because i don't the, know i want to listen to music when i podcast yeah, yeah maybe it's sketchy and maybe i'll kill somebody and then i'll change my ways or i'll get a ticket let's not get to that point okay If you say so. (laughs) Listen to me, I'm wise. I wouldn't mind getting to that point. Jesus Christ. So you're on your rotation on, or you're on uh, what's new on Spotify? Oh yeah, well I got the, like. I'd like to go through this release radar and see like what they recommend. Because I'm I'm so shit at seeing what's coming out. So I thought it might be kind of fun to go through the release radar. Is that covering just metal or is it everything? It's whatever Spotify recommends to me. So oh. I'm gonna. I don't know why it recommends to me some of these be a things. lot of Broadway musicals on there. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But it's only things that are coming out. So let's see. Uh, let's, I'm going to say these things, and we're going to get your opinion on them, Jason. Okay? okay. This is what Spotify is recommending to me for new albums that are coming out. Okay. First of all, this one is fucking sweet, and I'm loving it. It's a new Power Wolf album, The Sacrament of Sin. You like Power Wolf? That is, no, no, I don't. Oh, Not man. a power metal guy. Oh, man. Power Wolf is the best. I don't know why you wouldn't like it. Uh, I told you <laughs> why. <laughs> it's I the choir. Know. It sounds like a church choir. Okay, okay. Here's another one for you, Jason. The new Drake album, Scorpion. Oh, yeah. Spotify I'm recommending me that. I'm right into it. Talk Up featuring Jay-Z. You're right <laughs> yeah? into it? No. You love those jams, eh? Okay, here's the next one. The new Offspring album, Down. I don't even know that was a thing. Hey, that's so funny. I'm on my I'm on my Google Play. Yeah. And one of the recommended uh, new releases for me is Powerwolf. Oh, is it? Yeah. A uh, uh, Sacrament of Sin. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, maybe you'd like it. I got Skeleton Witch on here. Yeah. Uh, the new Agony scene. Oh yeah, that's on. That's my next one on here. Right after the new Offspring, which I didn't even know was a thing. Uh, I I don't know why this was recommended to me. Oh, Voivod has a new album. I didn't know about I that. Oh no! I wonder if it's good. Do you like Voivod? I I don't dislike them. Some of their like weird like y metal stuff. Is I kind said of oh weird. no because I'm going down this list and Google seems to think I like uh, like Chelsea Grin. and oh boy Born of Osiris. Oh boy, this lay down. Like we said earlier, if you like that stuff, go for I it. I think I like I play it on here. I gave it a shot. I gave it a chance. I do. It's just not. It just doesn't work out. Oh, guided by voices. Back, I used to host a '90s alt rock show, so I guess Spotify knows that I like that shit. Yeah, I got a bunch of indie stuff in there too. Oh, born of Osiris recommended to me as well. Yeah, I guess there's no differentiating. Genres too much the new alkaline trio album oh yeah i didn't even that's know old that how the hell does matt skiba have time to record a new alkaline trio album when he's in blink 182 i don't know how i does, feel like how that's, does any band how does any person do two bands at once i feel like that's a full-time job in itself oh what the hell why would my spotify recommend the lumineers to me uh i don't know because they're good <laughs> Excuse me? I'm joking. You you kind of like them, don't I you? I like uh indie rock. Hey! Ho! <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. I do I have listened to that stuff. It's pretty awful. It's okay. Banjo rock. Brushing. I like like the Arcade Fire. Yeah, like, the, I like Arcade the Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I'm going to branch out of metal, I'll listen to that. Well, yeah, that's that's nice. where I go and back and <laughs> pretty much all I listen to is Broadway musicals. And yeah, metal. I know. <laughs> on the way home from uh, from uh, what was the last the last show that we did? Uh, the, oh, 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 Insomnia. Yeah, yeah. You put on like the Book of Mormon and and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't even like musicals as movies. What? Yeah. You're me you don't fuck around with like Moana or anything? I don't anything fuck like th- around with it. Like even the Disney ones? You, can, I don't, you can't fuck with that? I don't fuck with it. I don't you, touch it. You have... I don't... I can't do it. You don't like Moana or... I can not tell you if I liked Moana because Lion, I haven't watched... Lion King. It. When I was a kid, yeah. Aladdin. No, I never watched Those Aladdin. songs are great. First of all, I was never a Disney kid. So when I was growing up, I watched, like, the cartoons I watched were Batman, X-Men, Superman. No, I never watched that. I didn't watch the Disney stuff. I never watched Batman or any of that stuff. Yeah, I was all, that was my shit. I watched, like. And it still is my shit. Like Darkwing Duck and the Animaniacs and all that kind of shit. Yeah. I used to, like, just comic book stuff. Speaking of comic books, have you seen the trailer for Glass that came out today? No, I didn't. That's based on a comic book, isn't it? No, no, it's, it's not. It's well, it's it's comics. M Night Shyamalan trying to do superhero, right? And he did it well. Unbreakable. Unbreakable oh, really is so good, and but Bruce Willis is a dick, so yeah. Well, like this movie was really good, and it's got the guy from the other one in it too. It's like it's Sam got, Jackson. No, no, obviously it's got and Sam, split. Yeah, it's got the guy from Split. Um, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Yeah. I didn't know that movie was part of this. Yeah, because I I, I didn't watch Split. Me either. Um, but um, according to what I've heard, spoiler alert, uh, at the end, he's in a diner with Bruce Willis. Oh. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, this, this, this the last one's really good. I'm not gonna People lie. liked Split, too, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan. M. Night Shyamalan, I mean, after Signs, kind of lost it. (laughs) I have a soft spot for The Village. I love for that movie. Yeah, no. Signs is really, really good. But I'm pretty sure that's only because Joaquin Phoenix carried that movie. Yeah. I I don't know. The Village was cool. It was like the first horror movie I ever got into when I was younger. Oh, did you hear? hear? I'm hearing rumblings that Joaquin Phoenix is playing Scorsese's Joker. Wait, sorry, what? Yeah, Scorsese's producing a Joker movie, and uh, I'm, I'm hearing rumblings that it's Joaquin Phoenix. He's not directing it. He's not directing it, but he's producing it, apparently. Huh. That's really interesting. And producers, they build it, like everything. A lot of people don't realize how much work the producers. So, does. they're making a Joker movie, but I mean... It's not part of the DC universe. Could you really... I mean, Batman... Batman Begins, like the first, or The Dark Knight. Or what was the first one Batman Begins? The first yeah. Christopher Nolan one? Yeah. The that, one with Heath Ledger? That was, well, the second, second one. That's the second one. The one with Heath Ledger? Yeah, that was The Dark that Knight. That basically may as well be called Joker. <clears throat> yeah, because... And the one with Jack Nicholson? That may as well be called The Joker. The Joker was the main character in both of those movies. Yeah. The, I know. And what they did to Leto's Joker is a travesty. <clears throat> you like that one? I mean, I didn't dislike it, but the way they handled it was bad. I never watched it. They they basically marketed the movie around him and then cut him out. Oh, really? Yeah. They cut out a bunch of his scenes. Yeah. Like a lot of he, they got a lot of backlash for the way he looked. They got to have more Will Smith, right? There is that, I guess. But one of the <laughs> biggest drawbacks of that movie was the way that the Joker looked, Oh, like with the, 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 the tattoos up, and stuff, and the fucked up teeth. There yeah. is books where he's like that, where he's like a thug. Hmm. There is comic books where he is like that. But I get it. You you're coming right off the 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 uh, Ledger Joker, right? You can't just jump into something so exotic like that. I really and I think Leto is a phenomenal actor. So, ugh, like I don't know. What else is he in other than Fight Club? Fight Club. Yeah, Jared Leto's in Fight Club. When he's the blonde kid that gets the shit kicked out of him by I don't know. I you know that kid that gets the absolute his face like absolutely caved in. By, uh, I'd have to watch it again. It's like one of the biggest scenes of the movie. Well, he was in he was in uh, American Psycho, and he was in uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, man, the best actors are when you don't even know it's them. When, yeah. you, when you don't even know like, you're watching a movie, just completely, and you like, don't even see the actor. Uh, But sometimes, though, like with Tom Cruise, I fucking love Tom Cruise. And the new Mission Impossible movie looks so fucking good. Is it? Yeah. I love those movies. If you don't like... like, I I haven't watched since 2, so... And 2 is terrible. That's the John Woo one. Yeah, I haven't watched since 2. I mean, you when I was a kid, that. the first one was like my favorite movie. The third one is really good. The fourth one is really good. They got Henry Cavill now. Yeah, with the mustache. And like, oh, uh and Ving and Rhames. The, in, the infa- infamous mustache. And Ving Rhames is in it again. Honestly, you you'd like. I probably would. It, you, I mean, it. I I fucking hate the new James Bond. Or, I guess he's not new anymore, but I'm not a fan of that. Daniel Craig? Yeah. No. I never liked any of the James Bond movies. I didn't mind, like, GoldenEye was fucking amazing, but every other one Pierce Brosnan did was shit. Wow, like, World Is Not Enough, Die Another Day. Die Another Day, yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, those are all shit. They're bad. GoldenEye, honestly, so good. Yeah. But that's that's... Fucking what's his name? Oh, your Shawty. dog just farted big time. Nice. Oh my goodness. Oh holy <laughs> crap! Right that Jonas. Oh brother. All right, well, Have you watched at- the new Ant Man yet? Speaking of? No. But we're at forty seven minutes here, so Oh okay. We're gonna throw that'll be it. Um we'll finish off with the interview with uh Trevor Sternad. With Trevor Sternad, uh, and that'll be the end of the show. Yeah. So Enjoy the interview and been a blast we'll see you next week with who are we gonna do full of hell next week i think or should we do we'll figure it out we got do paul bear we should probably do paul bear in the coming weeks we've got paul bear full of hell insomnium lots of good stuff coming up in the next few weeks so keep it locked download it yeah tell your friends good to be back like us on uh twitter i'm at the i'm at bludgeon jonas are you? Yeah, I nice. changed it. The bludgeon not the bludgeon, bludgeon Jonas, and on Twitter you can follow us at the bludgeoning, bludgeoning pod, bludgeoning pod, Facebook bludgeoning pod, and uh, go to the website TheBludgeoning.com. The if I remember to pay the bill. <laughs> Anyways, here's Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder. Peace.
1: Peace. So, uh, welcome to the Bludgeoning Podcast. You're here with Trevor from Black Dolly Murder. You know what? I have no idea how to pronounce it. Sternad! Sternad? Yep. What background is that? Yeah. Um, they say it's Czech, but I don't have any Czech heritage oh, that I know of. He was guessing Polish. And, um, I, was, I was getting there. I was guessing fucked up on the paper somewhere. <laughs> oh, until, yeah. I, until I went to the Czech Republic. And I still don't know, you know, because, like, I don't know, i it's going to have to just give my blood to that uh, website that fucking tells you everything about you. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and then yeah. the government can know everything about you. So, no, yeah, that is pretty cool, brother. It is pretty. Cool. I found out I'm one percent Jewish. I thought I was pure Mennonite, So, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are from Detroit? Michigan? Uh, yes, Detroit, Michigan. What's the uh, what was the scene there like when you guys grew up? Because we were talking on the way up, there. we couldn't think of any metal bands from Detroit. Um, but I that's really the thing. There was a glaring something. When we were coming up there, I mean, it might have been there just somewhere we didn't know about, but. There was no death metal scene to speak of that i could you know what i mean there was like a few bands kicking around and that were peers to us and we would basically just play at the hardcore shows you know what I mean? right. the hardcore scene was kind of where it was at there there was walls of jericho right you know earthmover before that um bloodline calligraphy they're from there. yeah they were cool yeah we still play with them i remember that girl could fucking give it man i remember i remember they used to be this band called Friction before that. It was kind of like a new metal band, but uh, they'd, man, they've been at it, like, they were at it as long as we were, pretty much. But, um... Yeah, man, it used to be, like, all about Walls Jericho, for sure. Like, we used to look up to them the time, and, you know, going to the studio... It was Mike's studio, the guitar player. He recorded our very first output, including on Hollowed. Oh, and yeah, in the demo. Right. right. So, um... You know, it, it definitely, um, yeah. You know, I think that us being uh, from Detroit was like an anomaly in itself, kind of. Right. It looked good on paper, you know. Like, where are these guys from? Detroit, huh? Ah, metal bands, in Detroit. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, but being, so. being close to Canada, was it like the Canadian metal bands, like your Gore Guts and Protopsy and Cataclysm? Were they like the? No, not really. Um, I do enjoy all those bands, for sure, but that definitely wasn't the impetus, you know, I think uh, it was definitely Euro stuff, you know what I mean, if you can hear it in our absolutely, so that was was the stuff we were uh, listening to, and a lot more brutal shit too, and we were like, well, why don't we try to mix them together, you know, like have a more blast beat oriented melodic band, you know what I mean, that has some kind of um, more deathly chops (laughs) to it. You guys have toured a lot with those big time Canadian bands of Cataclysm, you guys are coming in a lot with them. You guys does that why you guys tour Canada so much, because 'cause you've made relationships with those Canadian bands or Um Well we're mostly up here without them. We've mostly done like the US with those bands. Right, but do they like you know, they, like, I mean, you know they help you guys, like in the early days get connections up here? Oh have no, been on Metal blade like, a long time. Right. So. Yeah. No, it definitely hasn't come from that avenue, but I do like all those bands. I love uh, this team up here; it's awesome. Yeah, especially Montreal. We—it's yeah, start, starting up. to get better up here I'm with, with bands like Two Mold and stuff like that. Yeah, like, Two Mold We just saw them the other night. Oh my god! I don't know how that dude does it—plays drums yeah, and things same. like. Um, you're—I gotta tell you—the uh, most the old style Pilsner you guys, shirt you guys put out a couple years ago. Fucking best metal shirt. Good pile of style, Pills. How'd you guys yeah. like? That is my beer, and all my friends fucking make fun of me for liking that beer so much. And then when I saw that shirt on that tour, I was like, oh, holy fuck, the world's colliding here. What was the impetus for that? Well, every time we are up here uh, on a, a long tour, especially over to the east, that's the uh, beer we see the most. Oh, yeah? I it's the like classic... Oh, west. The dif- yeah, west. The yeah. classic definitive piss beer of Canada. Oh, fuck, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know what? If you drink that beer in the wrong province... Like if you're in Manitoba and you drink that beer, they'll give you shit. Oh yeah, because that's Saskatchewan Rough Rider beer, nice. and they fucking love their CFL out west. Out here, we could not care fucking less. Not at all. Well, I don't even mean, know where you're wearing wearing your to tie CFL. <laughs>
0: <beer>. <laughs> so, all your deaf influences, you have. your an incredible range of vocals, going oh, from the, the deep gutturals to like the high pitch. It's very unique. Does that like does that range Kind of would it be
1: more of a toll on your voice than if you were to just I don't stick know. The one or the other? I don't really know. Um, I just always done it. You know what I mean? Like not as good at first. You know, like there, yeah. there wasn't that much of a vast difference, especially on the demo. But it all started with wanting to ape Carcass. You know, but that was done with two guys. Yeah. And um, but there were other like dual vocals around that I thought were cool. Singers that sang up and down, you know, and, uh, Ben Falgost from Goat Horror so the yeah. is hugely instrumental in, uh, me, mm-hmm. like, pursuing that style. And around the de- our first demo, 2001, we went to see Go Horror with Immolation <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> just his stage presence and, you know, the way he kind of, like, talks with his hands, that definitely rubbed off on me too, you yeah. know. And uh, we, you know we've been tour- fortunate enough to tour alongside uh, Code War and Soil Green many times. Are you, are you are you concerned about losing your voice with the style that you do and the amount of touring you do and the amount of recording you do? Well, yes and no. I mean, looking, I just kind of look to the older guard. You know, there's the like the first generation of death metal bands. There's some guys kicking around still. You know, Obituary, Cannibal, so. All eyes are on them <laughs> to when they fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's too bad about uh, In Flames, too. I think he lost his voice, right?
0: Eh? So. And it seems like uh, Michael Ackerfeld, too. It seems like he, he either lost the voice or he's losing the ambition, one or the other. Well, I mean,
1: Opat's been headed down a, that progressive trail for a long time. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, just saying. Between, like, you and Dan Wyatt from Zayo, I'm like, man, these two guys, <laughs> between their recording and their your schedules, I feel like, I don't know how your voices hold up, but I fucking love it, it's amazing. Do you do anything to take care of it? Not really, um, aside from, like, suck lozenges, all, you know, all day. Not all day, but... You've never done... I smoke weed a lot, that's probably <laughs> detrimental <laughs> yeah. to what I do, so <laughs> I try to counteract it with with, with Ricolas, you know, i always got the Ricolas going um sometimes throw coat before we go on a little you know throw tea but um i don't know i used to be like way more worried about it and way more you know i want to say it was like to the point of superstitious where it got weird yeah, you know i'd right. be like oh my fucking chicken foot i left my chicken foot at home what am i gonna do? right but now you've been doing it for so long yeah i you just thought, i don't think about it that much i think you know stressing about it is worse is the worst thing you can do yeah because you have to sleep you know sleep is like really the most i think the most important thing well I was, I was you guys have been known as like i don't know if you like this label but you guys have been known as like a party band for a really long time just do you guys like embrace that or are you starting to, like the longer you tour are you just like? oh i think you definitely definitely toned down yeah, i think you know, I'm 37 now I get hung over Like fucking Jesus Christ himself you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know So I can't act like It's fucking New Year's Eve Every night anymore But You know We're still a party band I'd say for sure I think people I feel like that's like I don't know if you But every time I like Talk to somebody After a show They're like Oh man yeah I partied with Trevor and the Black Alley Murder guys before Like everyone has Like that story But I feel like It's like, always bullshit It might be <laughs> <laughs> I, But you know If you smoke a joint With this Like you know That's Depends on your definition of part. Yeah. Ah, mm, yes. Um, you guys you guys tour fucking constantly, and you put an album almost two years to the fucking month like every time. Do you guys write a lot on the road? Um, not, none whatsoever, actually. Really? Yeah, I've never done it. Um, not even lyrics or nothing? No. Not, no. Uh, I, I think we just prefer, well, the guys write the music. In uh, solitude nowadays, you know, into Pro Tools, and so I think they appreciate that kind of, uh, you know, the ability to sit around your underwear or whatever. When you're off tour, you're like, I don't want to see these fucking guys for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. And um, you and Brian have been in the same band tour together for a long time. When the tour is over, you guys just like, well, I, I live in Brooklyn now. Oh yeah, somewhat newly, but um, when we get home, we would just go our separate ways anyway. He's my best friend, for sure. But I think everyone just in the band just steps away from each other when they can't you know, <laughs> be the like mean, Yeah, yeah. No, it's nothing personal. <laughs> everyone in the band is fucking great. Yeah. Now, when you're when you're off and you're you're doing your own thing, you're obviously writing the lyrics, right? Well, yeah, um, yeah. When well you can, I'll, you know, well, I only do it when we're working on an album, basically. You know, but uh. I really enjoyed writing for the band. I take it seriously, you know, even though it is tongue-in-cheek somewhat. Right? Yeah. You know, um, I was gonna
0: say it's it's like with death metal lyrics, it's very dark and depraved, and you guys seem like especially depraved when you, within the lyrics. I'm wondering, is it hard to get into that
1: um, mindset? It's, it's hard to get depraved enough. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, I really enjoy that part of it. I really enjoy trying to embody like a villain and, um, you know, topic-wise, it's pretty much cliche shit, you know what I mean, that we're talking yeah. about, but I try to do it with my own kind of spin on it. You know. uh, so, and, you know, but also, uh, there's no shortage of horror in the real world either, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's yeah. definitely, uh, been some influences from, uh, your from real band, life. Your, your band name. And yeah, yeah, of course, of course, the band name. And, uh, was that something you were like obsessed with? That murder was. Were you like. In oh, a when I found out about it, yeah, but I didn't know about it at all. And, um, one of my friends was like, yo, you should check out Chicken Sparter out. So we were looking for a band name. I wanted it to be a band name. And I was like, all right. Everybody's desensitized to blood and guts. Right. It yeah. has to be something fucking creepy, you know? Yeah, something crazy. that someone can research and be like, what the? Fuck? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, that was kind of what it did to me when I first stumbled onto the case. And, uh,. Um, it wasn't just like the act of murder itself, or you know what I mean, that she was cut in half, but just how it it's ongoing. You know what I mean? Like it never. People, there's different theories that pop up every few years. You know, people are like, "We we know who did it now." And it's it's like became a cultural. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, this. It's and it it's significant. You know, it's significant because um, it kind of represents the darkening of times in uh, the states, like going from that like fifties, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like, ha, you know, stylized talking, you know, like yeah. to like just oh, shit, number, like, no one exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, in a way it's kind of like an embodiment of the death, the death of the American dream. Cause you, know you have her moving to Cali with stars in her eyes, you know, trying to become yeah. this big actress and, uh, you know, she's just like totally cut down and uh, it's like, Harvey Weinstein times a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Now you gotta write a song about Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Do people send you shit all the time? You must. Um, about that, like, oh, sometimes, yeah, uh, yeah. When um, you know, different stuff like reemerges, like new theories and shit, people will send me it for a while. That's Has cool. any of that made it into your lyrics? Um, the, no, well, the only I've only talked about it once in a song, and it's the uh, the first song. Forever Black is about attending Black Dahlia's funeral. It's about the murderer attending her funeral and like watching to like kind of get off on it, see her off. Yeah, that's kind of like the last piece of the uh, the puzzle for him, like the uh, experience. But so there, you know, there's theorizing obviously in that song. It's not. I'm not saying it's it's that, it happened that way, but, you know, not like a detective <laughs> kind of, you know? <laughs> yeah. When, when you, like, finish writing an album, are you like, oh, shit, I need to, like, watch some, like, fucking comedies or something to <laughs> get my mind off this dark shit? Um... Well, it's mostly, like, the other way. Like, I, like, I'm like, all right, I got two songs. I I did all ten songs, but two of them aren't brutal enough. <laughs> you know, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta <laughs> go back. Go and back say, and yeah. retool. Yeah. And now uh, those are the songs that seem to resonate the most, so then they, you know, they, I, I end up liking them the most, too, you know, when I'm on stage and kind of, um, I imagine embodying this, the character that I'm talking about, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for that moment, I am that that person or right. whatever the fuck it is, and it's fun, you know what I mean? It's definite fun for me. Oh, um, you, you would classify yourself as a big death metal man, right? Oh yeah, for sure. What? You seem to be like the expert almost on death metal. Are you a big record collector too? Um, CDs, CDs. I have some some LPs, but uh, I just pretty much had a collection started when I was a kid. Stayed the course. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So I have somewhere around approaching four thousand metal CDs. Holy shit! And I. Get them almost every day in the mail. I'm always, you know, supporting shit. Do you have um, like here, like ones that you like don't have? Like Are you like collector? Like fucking oh, yeah, need uh, to Oh uh, of course. Yeah, that's a demo or whatever. Yeah, but there's stuff that's so um that's so rare that I'll never have it. You know Wait, what I mean? What is your uh, albino like of, of the, bones the, um thing. Expulsion a bitter twist of fate EP, that's gotta be uh, around five hundred dollars uh the sarora side album it's been bootlegged since but uh that's like a thousand plus for a cd who are you competing um, with for these things like other nerds i guess yeah. people that just are not me that's the thing i'm i, I had to draw the line there's just stuff i know i'll never have and i just kind of look it up on Discogs and point at it <laughs> <laughs> you're like if anyone wants to buy me a christmas <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, I, but you know that's the thing like there's only so much of these records in press or that were pressed and then there's some that got decimated at the foot of people's cars or you know, or, right, you know, you know I what know, I mean I or know. at the bottom of people's closets and yeah, then it just you know I spent 200 bucks on a Zayo demo because they were my favorite band since I was a little <laughs> down see there and you go and now it just sits
0: on a shelf and I'm like hey, it why is. did I
1: spend 200 bucks on that thing but it, it looked pretty on the shelf <laughs> there see there you go yeah All right, Trevor, thanks so much for doing this. No worries, man. That was fun. kill the show tonight, buddy. Yeah, dude. I'll die trying. (laughs)